How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. No, well said, bro. Obviously, let's keep it one on 100. Mm. You signed that first pro. How, what do you do to enjoy life? Let's yeah, let's right. keep it. What's, <laughs> what's the first thing you did? I can't lie. I feel everyone be honest. When the first, my first pro, when I got my first payment, South I went to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went, you know? I went to Selfridges. Yeah. I went to Selfridges. But no, it was just me though. I went to Selfridges, took my sister. So I, get what, I said, what do you want? Yeah, I said, basically, pay, I yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then there was a, um, I used to have a, I used to rock an Armani pouch, you know, like Armani pouch. I used to work that and I was like, I can't nah, wait. <laughs> So I, went I need to, to upgrade. Yeah, I'm It's starting to riff and <laughs> I, lo- I like Armani. I like Armani. Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of the Beautiful Game podcast. I'm with Dej. What are you saying to me, brother? I'm good, my bro. You know, another podcast, another youngster. Our episode with Kayon got a lot of good traffic, good feedback. So we've got another Arsenal youngster underway. So I'm looking forward to chopping it up and for him to tell his story. It's mad because we've had quite a few Arsenal players onto the platform. Seems like we got the magic touch. Yeah, man. Got that Guna touch, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Before we introduce our guests, I just want to quickly plug the socials. At podcast underscore TBG on Twitter. At pod underscore TBG on Instagram. And at TBG pod on TikTok. Please follow the TikTok. It's blowing up. We're getting millions of views. And obviously, we would like to continue growing. Dej, as we've said previously, um, we're trying to build a community. So we want to hear feedback from you guys in the comment in regards to what we can do better what you want to see what we can improve on and obviously as as we said previously we read every single comment and obviously we try to get back to as many as possible yeah that's the key thing as i was saying to you when we were coming here that we're going to be getting back to every comment so when we respond that's either me or dot and that's where we want to keep going because we want to build something here we've got a lot of great content planned so, like, stay with us. I mean, appreciate your support. No, definitely. It's actually mad because I always say Dej, but we've got another Dej in the house. <laughs> <laughs> We're delighted to announce that we are joined in the studio with Nathan Butler. Oh, yeah, Deji. Welcome, oh, welcome, bro. Two Dejis in the house. Welcome, my bro. You pronounce my name right. Come on, so. man. Yeah, I'm Nigerian. I'm not I'm not sure. I can't exactly. disgrace myself. Exactly. I've got exactly. bare Nigerians watching, bro. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? Yeah, I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm um, blessed to be here. Nah, no worries, man. We've been speaking for a bit. Yeah. So we appreciate on. you like coming down and showing your support, man. Because mm-hmm. I know it's a 
long travel, especially at this rush hour time. Yeah, traffic's mad in London, so but I made time to come speak mm. to you guys. I like what you're doing. Nah, love, love, and we love what you're doing as well, bro. So to kick things off, who is Nathan Butler or your Deji? In terms of what? In terms of football? Life. Where where did you grow up? Let's 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 start from there. I'll make it easy for you. (laughs) I I grew up in East London, Walthamstow. That's where I was born and bred. Um, Yeah, that's where I um, learned life lessons. Where I learned how to play football. Like yeah, that's yeah, that's where I call home. So how was your upbringing? Because like when we speak to a lot of ballers, Mm. they say it was the cage culture. It was out there on the streets. Um, Me. There's not really a lot of, um, you know, like the South London boys, they have the uh, concrete cages. We don't really have a lot of concrete cages. But I was just really like, at school we had a concrete cage. That's where I, <laughs> that, yeah, that's where I done my thing. <laughs> um, but I used to just go to the park and like when I'm from young, just joining with like random people in the park when I was m- mad young. Where you had to put like two shopping bags as the goal. Yeah, two and jackets and stuff. Like, yeah, bags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> School bags. And when like, someone shoots high, you'd be saying, that's over, that's <laughs> over. You're like trying to measure yeah. yeah. So that's where, that's where I really had fun. And like, I learned some of, some of my um, skills that I even use today. So yeah. Nah, that's dope. So obviously you're kicking ball on the ends. Mm. When do you realise or when does your family realise that you've actually got something? My, well, my dad always thought I had something. And to be honest, like even from when I was young, I knew that I was quite good at football. But I'll say maybe I was like six or seven. Um, my dad didn't let me play for any um Sunday league team. Church? No, he just didn't. Oh. He just didn't um, let me play for any <laughs> Sunday league. So I um, what happened was I used to go to goals, you know, goals centre. Yeah, so yeah. I used to just do some training there, and then from there, um. I got scouted from to Leighton Orient from there, and that's where it all kind of started to be like age six or seven. Okay, so what did you actually sign? Like, no, form- I didn't sign formally for Leighton Orient. I was just training with them. Then, in a matter of a few sessions, I was um, scouted from Leighton Orient to Arsenal. So yeah. Gee, so what? So a scout from Arsenal picked you up from Leighton Orient? Yeah, yeah. From I didn't play a game for Leighton Orient, but I was just training with them for like maybe. From what I can't, I can't even remember, but I just remember training late in Orient. Yeah, that's, okay, that's interesting because normally you have to yeah. get signed and maybe late yeah. in Orient. No, it was just like I think there was someone, you know, but I think someone was working. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually mad because I want to go back to your dad in yeah. terms of not allowing you to, yeah, like join a Sunday league team. Was there a particular reason? He just, he just wouldn't let me. Like I really wanted to mm. play. I used to see. You get really angry seeing like when you're in school, primary school, the boy like your friends saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna play football, playing this team, this team," and dad just wouldn't let me say like I'll get injured and stuff like mm. that, like that. You know, half parent yeah. <laughs> <So, laughs> with the superstitions yeah, and superstition, that. So I just had to respect. Obviously, he's my father, so I had to at the time I was underage, so I had to respect his wishes. So yeah. So you said you joined Arsenal, which yeah. is obviously like a big club. So yeah. like, how did you approach that like psychologically? Because no disrespect to Leighton Orient, yeah. Leighton Orient and Arsenal yeah. is two different sort of conversations. Yeah, because um, uh, where I live, I used to drive past Hayland all the time because I lived two minutes away from Hayland. And one time my dad, I was driving with him and he said, you're going to be there one day. And that resonated with me for, for a while. So when I actually got there, I was starstruck. Like I walked in the dome and you know, when you're like six or seven, like you see all these other kids and then you look inside yourself and ask yourself if you're good enough. But like through when I started training more, I thought like, yeah, I think I belong here. So obviously you're driving past um, Hayland yeah. consistently and obviously you're getting starstruck thinking, listen, I want to be there one day. So what age was this? This was like um, seven, eight, six to eight between them ages. Yeah, I see um, passing by, I used to be like, what's that, dad? He'll tell me, he'll be telling me about <laughs> what it is. And obviously, Halen was very different to what it is now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was starstruck, yeah. So you get into Arsenal, mm. like, what's the period of you, like, training with them? And yeah. before they say, you know what, we want to sign you, Nathan? It was a weird, because um, obviously back then, when you're like six to eight, you don't have to sign for a club straight away. So um, I was really, I was at Arsenal, but then I got invited to go train with Chelsea for a bit, and then, but it was in um, Cobham training ground. That's where it is, and it's kind of far from 
where my mum lives at the time, Northam store. So um, we had we came to a decision where we had to choose between Cobham and uh, with Chelsea and Arsenal. Um, and obviously, because I'm an Arsenal sport as well, I, had to, <laughs> I chose Arsenal. So yeah. That's yeah. that's actually mad because I yeah. think Kayon, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he was, there, he was yeah. okay. Even so did Eddie, you, even Eddie, Eddie yeah. as well. So did you know Kayon at that no, time as Ke- well? No, Kayon's like a um, family friend of mine, so I've been knowing Kayon my whole life. Oh, okay. So, okay. but yeah, all, like it was. I remember the Chelsea. I used to have the primary school finish primary school straight away, and I'll take uh, my mum would drop me to um, drop me to the station, but I'll have, still be in my school clothes. And I go into McDonald's, I have to change in the toilet of McDonald's and get on the train. And it was, yeah, it was just crazy. So, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, People don't yeah, see this, yeah, this grind yeah, from, yeah. from day dot to make yeah, it as a professional exactly. footballer. So from then, um, yeah, I, I had to make a choice um, and I, I chose Arsenal. I think it was the right decision for me. Yeah, definitely. Because you're, you're doing your thing yeah, now. Yeah. So like, talk to us about your progression through the ranks. So you're under seven, under mm. eight. Are you dominating it, or was there a year where mm, it was a bit yeah. tricky, where you mm. could have got relieved? Like, yeah. talk to us about um, that journey from under eights to let's say yeah. under sixteens. Um, I'd say like the under nines to about under elevens, I was doing really well. I was um, I was started off as a striker, so I was playing well. I was um, having fun. Um, I think the year that I maybe struggled was with like was under twelves, because um, I don't know. Like, obviously, you're growing, your body's starting to develop other boys are developing faster and at that age it's really like some boys are about this small some big <laughs> you know what i mean so it could make them look better than what they are so um yeah under 12 i think i struggled i really i didn't think i was going to get i wouldn't say i'll get released but I, I like i wasn't starting a lot i was having a bit of not self-doubt because i'm always confident but i started you know your mind mm. subconsciously start thinking am i good enough like why does this not this coach doesn't uh, rate me but um, yeah, just the under twelve season was really a hard season for me. But then um, all the other seasons were good. Yeah, to be honest. Because mm, I asked that because as I said, a lot of academy mm. boys watch this and they're going yeah. through their own journey where yeah. they might not be starting or things not be yeah. going their way. So like, what would your advice be to people that are going through that rough patch where they're like questioning themselves yeah. and like, have I got it? The gaffer don't like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, especially with me because um, over my time in Hayland, I had a lot of injuries. I um I broke my leg. I broke my leg in Malaysia on tour. Um I um broke one of my toes. So and it was you know the crunch time when you're gonna get a scholar or not. So I'll get back, I'll do my thing, then get injured again. So my advice to um for young people like that is like obviously I'm faithful, I'm I believe in God. But even if you don't, I think you should just always have self confidence and talk to people. I know even when I was young I was quite shy. But like it's not good to hold all your emotions within like it's just it's not beneficial you have to talk if that's your parent even a coach someone that so you can who, confide into so who's your like safe haven like who would you confide in if like something's happening like or? if something's like if i don't i won't tell my mom because she would just worry so, <laughs> like, or yeah she'll go so i'll probably my sister my sister she she um she's very helpful for helping in my life and i'm faithful for her no, big up. So obviously you overcome that adversity mm. at 12, 13. Mm. Mm. So what happens next? Um, 12, 13. So that's when I was um, questioning myself. I wasn't getting injured them times 12, 13. So then under 14s, I'm starting to pick up. I'm playing on the wing now. Like um, my growing pains are still going through it, but I'm starting to get through it. Um, I'm playing well under 15s. I was playing up with under 14s, under 15s them times. Um, then got to the under 16 season and under 15 season this is when I broke my leg in Malaysia and had a tour in Malaysia uh, just um, bad really bad tackle from the guy broke my leg had to get flown in from back to London it was just a big I had to have surgery out there then come back to London so how was that process because yeah. you, you say that yeah, like, it's, like it's normal, it's normal yeah. but that's especially at that young tender yeah. age you hear about pros getting ACLs yeah. and stuff like that but yeah. Like, how were the club with you? Like, what, what sort of happened? Uh, they were perfect. Um, at the time, um, we had just, um, Perd had just came in as the academy, academy manager. Then I was on my hospital bed and I got a message. And I was like, who's texting my phone? And I see the profile picture and it's Perd Motorcycle. And obviously, as a youngster, um, I don't think he would even know who I am. So that kind of gesture, they flew my dad out 
straight to Malaysia from London to come and check on me because I was in a really bad way. So they were very good with me, yeah. A big up Arsenal. Yeah. That's not the first time mm. I've sort of heard about yeah, their yeah. sort of positive aftercare. Mm. So. Very, very good aftercare, yeah. And how long, how long did that set you back for? I was out for 10 months. Because, um, yeah, I was out for 10 months because... The the when I in Malaysia I had to go to like the top top um Surgeons. surgeon to to but lucky he done a very good job so um so it took me ten months and maybe like two months to get sharp so yeah about a year I'd say wow so like throughout that whole experience mm-hmm. like what's one thing you learned about yourself I remember like um, when it happened because I remember I was having a good tournament as well. Mm-hmm. And I was just banging in the goals, yeah. Banging in the goals, and like, yeah, exactly. But then, like, when my mom found out the news and she was really upset, you know how um, they get a bit emotional, mothers. Um, So it didn't really make me feel good. I felt, I know it wasn't my fault, but I felt like I I was letting everyone down. But what I learned about myself is that I'm resilient and that I can really um, overcome everything or anything that comes to me when I got through it. So anything in the future that had come my way i would use that to draw back to that and give me strength so yeah so obviously you make a full recovery yeah. um what again what yeah. happens after, after that so after that so on the 15 season um that was under 15 season come back under 16 season so this is time when you're going to get your scholar or not so, so do you have like a sort of inkling at this at this sort no, of this time? No, so this is the start of the season. Okay, but I'm I'm like um, with through at the club, they know that I'm a, uh, obviously a quality player. Um, so f- um, from the start of that season, I'm playing well, scoring goals. I remember I scored a hat trick against Tottenham. Oh, that must yeah. have gone down well, man. Yeah, it really went down well. That's <laughs> <all>. <laughs> it went down. That's one of my favorite. Um, Hat tricks. Um, yeah, it was. Oh, good. just just the no. Way. Sorry, no, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it. You got hat tricks for fun. Um, uh, then I got um in training. Um, uh, one of these defenders he stepped on my um foot and I um fractured my metatarsal. So I had to have another surgery. I had to have a put a pin inside my metatarsal when I was in a boot for three months. So then I come back. I come back about February this time. But and I've, I'm thinking, oh, have I done enough to get a scholar? Like people are having their meetings, you know, uh, everyone is getting a bit turbulent. But then I play, we played the Liam Brady Cup and I played really well in it. And then um, when it time to decisions, I, I got my scholar. So I was happy. So yeah. was there that sort of anxious wait yeah. that you hear players talk mm-hmm. about, oh, this player's been called, he's got his scholar. They've got their scholar. Mm. I've not been called yet. Am I getting? Yeah, it's, it's exactly like that in the change room. Everyone will be like, "Yeah, have you have you have your meeting? Have you got a text? All of that kind of stuff." So as if you haven't got that, you'll think, "Oh, what's going on?" Am I start questioning yourself? But yeah, luckily for me, I I got through. So mm. not one. Um. So like in terms of your scholar at yeah. that age, is that's when you kind of move into digs? Um. When did I move into digs? Sorry. Um. Yeah. When I got my scholar, I had to move into digs. I remember I was, I did not want to move into digs. Mom, I wanted to just stay with my mom. Your mommy. My mom was like, because obviously it's too far. I wasn't driving at the time. Obviously you don't have a lot of money to go like cab back and forth. So I had to go into digs. So yeah. So how is that experience? Because you had differing sort yeah. of opinions or not opinions, views. Mm. Some people, they get put with families yeah. and the club sort of monitor them. Yeah. And they sort of say, oh, are you gelling with this family? If yeah. they're not, they say, you know, we're going to put you with another family. So how was how your situation? No, my digs was, uh, it was a very uh, elderly couple. They were very lovely. Um, they were retired. Um, but when I first came, I don't really like dogs, but they had oh, a dog. Yeah. But over the time, I learned to um, like it. So isn't um, there like a checklist that's saying, okay, likes pets or yeah, likes... Yeah, but I think when it starts all getting, I think you just have to like, like the people were, there were, um, there's not a really a checklist. It's more like, um, I don't know. I think you just see, and if you don't really don't like it, you can go with someone else. So, yeah. So take us through that process of actually mm. signing that scholar because it yeah. must have been like a proud moment for your you and your family. Yeah, it was a very proud moment. Um, I think um, my mum got an email 
So they have to have a meeting with um, Per and another staff member and Luke Hobbs um, to talk about whether what's going on in the future. So uh, my dad, my mom came and we had a meeting. And then I was, I didn't know which way it was going to go. But I was, I would say I was like 60, 40, you know, Ooh, 65. That's close, yeah, it's yeah. close. Um, but my dad was always confident I was going to get it. But as he was read, as Per was saying, um, we've taken this. I'm thinking in my head. Or is he gonna say yeah? Like I, then he's as soon as he said we're gonna um, re- uh, not retain, get a scholar for another two years. I was delighted over the moon. My mom was smiling. It made me it was a very good feeling, man. Something I won't forget. So what role does Per play in the academy? Because mm. Kayon came on the pod mm. as well. Said when he had his injury, yeah. he received a message. Yeah. It seems like he's that sort of figure that the young players sort of look at in terms of like coaching, guidance, yeah. advice. Obviously, um, he's played at the top level. He's won the um, the World Cup. He knows what it, what it takes to get it done. So uh, um, his advice is like gold dust. So, and he's such a very nice guy. He'll take you under the wing. Even like him as a centre-back, he'll tell me stuff that he didn't like as a centre-back that other strikers did. So little tips that can give me an advantage. So he's just a very nice guy and someone that I learn off daily and so positive. And do you mind sharing a bit of insight into what, what he's told you as a striker, what you need to do? Uh, Bird didn't like pace. He was ahead of the game. He yeah. didn't need pace. Yeah, true. He was very intelligent, but he did say, yeah, he did say he didn't like pace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So obviously you signed that scholar. How old are you at the time? 16. 16. Mm. So you signed the scholar. You're at Arsenal. Yeah. You're feeling like Oof, I'm doing something. I'm up to something here. Mm. What are your friends saying? Well, like friends back in there. Yeah, ends. Yeah, they're like, um, wow, Nath. Like, they're, they're bigging me up. Like, I was popular in school. Like, obviously, if you're academy footballer in school, get you get rated. But Especially I was, Arsenal as well. Yeah. That badge carries so much, like, clout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, um, like, from, like, I was, like, popular in the school. But when I signed the scholar, like, I think I, in the area, I became more popular. Like, everyone kind of not knew about me, but mm, was so, proud of me. Mm, so how did you, like, sort of manage that that situation? Because obviously, you're going back to the ends. Yeah. You know how it is when you're 16. Mm. Chicken and chips. Yeah. <laughs> All of that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's roll hair. Let's mm. go cinema. Let's yeah. link these things. You know how it is, <laughs> isn't it? But obviously, yeah. you've got a football career exactly. that you're pursuing. Exactly. So how did you manage that dynamic? Um, Obviously, there was always temptation. Um. I just had to like whenever um like we was lingering and stuff. I I've got my my best friend um C J Clark. He was um big like me and him kind of followed each other. So like when other people were doing like um not like in trouble but like doing things maybe they shouldn't be doing. We'll just doing go, things that kids kids do, do yeah, of course yeah. yeah. Um we'll just go um train at um like a Astro and stuff like to get better and stuff like that. So it was good. I think that would kept me on the straight and narrow. Obviously, there's so for uh, young people in general, there's so many obstacles and not obstacles, distractions. If you want to pursue something, so having someone that you can do that with helps you because it feels like it has camar. What's it called? Camaraderie. Camaraderie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, feels like you don't have to do it by yourself. So, yeah. Wow, you're really blowing grammars for yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like you go past the obstacles, yeah. the trials and temptations. Mm. So now you're 17, 18. Mm. Talk to us. What's your situation? Are you playing up? Have you trained with the first team? Yeah, I trained. I trained. Una Emery was the manager. I remember I trained with um, the first team. No, first of all, we don't train with the first team. We don't, was under 18s versus the first team. That was the first time. Then on another occasion, I went there by myself. So what happened in that game? Do you remember? I remember um, I was so, I was like, obviously as a youngster, I've just used to seeing these guys on TV. So when I see them up close, I think the likes of Aubameyang, Ozil was there at the time, Torreira. I was like, wow, starstruck. But when I got on the pitch, I think I'd done an action. I'd done an action against someone and I thought like, okay, I can hold my own. So then I started playing to the best of my ability so yeah it was good so obviously you're, you're training with the first team you're progressing through the ranks mm. and correct me if i'm wrong i think 2021 when yeah. you're 18 yeah you signed your first pro contract yes yes yeah how 
before you go into it, mm. how was that different to the squad of contract in terms of the feeling? The feeling. Um, it was something like, I just like, words can't explain how I felt. It was really big. It was like, obviously, I, I could actually say I'm a professional footballer for Arsenal Football Club. Like, just to say that sentence alone was the um, biggest uh, biggest attraction. Um I felt like I had accomplished something. Like I felt like I accomplished something as a scholar. Like, this like put the nail on the head. Like wow, maybe I actually actually have a true talent, you know. So yeah. So what did Dad say as well? Because you drove past. Yeah. The training ground. And he said you're gonna yeah. be there one day. So like how 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 did he react? Yeah, he was um. He's kind of calm. He's a calm guy, you know. He keeps me on the straight and narrow. But he was even he knew, like he's so proud of me. Um, so that yeah, it really made me feel good. It really felt good about myself. So when you get that pro contract, mm. what changes? Because you see it in professional football, mm. some people it can change for the worse. Maybe yeah. oh, no, I've got this pro, I can rest on my lows. Mm. But I speak to a lot of young players, and they say signing that pro means the journey mm. starts now. Exactly, exactly. The journey starts now. Obviously, um, from scholar to pro, you get more money. There's other stuff that comes into play. Um, but obviously, a coach or coach of mine always used to say, like, it's not the first, your first pro contract, it, I mean, it's not, it's the easiest one you get. It's if you get on the second, the third, the fourth. So that really stuck in my head, like, because there's been a lot of players with the talent, low abundance of talent. And once they sign their, like, a big contract or even their first pro, like, they let it get to their head and stop doing the stuff that I was doing that got them in that situation in the first place and they need to fade out. So that, that really um deterred me because I've seen a lot of players like that. Like, mm. I know a lot of players like that, so I didn't really want to be like that. And I don't want to be like that. So, yeah. No, well said, bro. Obviously, let's keep it one on 100. Mm. You signed that first pro. How, what do you do to enjoy life? Let's, yeah, let's right. keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first thing you did? I can't lie. I forever want to be honest. When the first, my first pro, when I got my first payment, Selfridges. I went to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went, you know? I went to Selfridges. Yeah. I went to Selfridges. But no, it was just me though. I went to Selfridges, took my sister. So I, get what, I said, what do you want? Yeah, I said, basically, yeah, yeah. Father. I said, um, <laughs> but then there was a, um, I used to have a, I used to rock an Armani pouch, you know, like Armani pouch. I used to rock that, and I was like, I can't nah, wait. Not really not. So I went I to, need to upgrade. Yeah, yeah, Armani is two thousand and twenty-one. You know, it's starting to rip and up. I, lo- I like Armani. I like yeah. Armani. So I went to um, I went. That's when Goyard was starting to get in in yeah, fashion. Yeah, yeah. So I went over there and I got one a bag. So yeah, that's what I spent my first. Oh, no, nah, that's dope. Yeah. Ah, that's sick, man. I love to hear those stories. Yeah. So like, in terms of signing that pro. Mm. So are you training with the first team? What's the plan? Because normally you hear a lot of players say, mm-hmm. okay, I signed my pro, yeah. the club approached me and said, you know what, we're going to put you for a year or two in yeah. under 23s. Yeah. Then we're going to maybe loan you out or yeah. we're going to see how you're progressing and maybe chuck you into the first team. Was there any sort of that kind of plan? So um, from the under 18 season, so I was a first year scholar. I was doing really well. Then I got injured again. Um, for like nine months, I done I um, done cartilage in my knee, mm-hmm. but then I come back as a second year scholar now. Um, so that's why I, I received my pro kind of late. So I received as I turned eighteen. So you can receive your pro, like earliest you can receive your pro is seventeen. I got it like at the back end of my second year scholar. So I received it quite late. So I was I was um, playing under eighteens sometimes with the twenty ones, but twenty ones were quite strong at the time. And I was just coming back from injury, so yeah. Okay, so who was in the 21s at that time in the forward positions? Kido was doing really well. He was my age, but he was doing really well. He's yeah, he's my, a good friend of mine. He was top, he's top <laughs> yeah. guy. Um, Flo Balagun, he's just top. Mm. Um, um, then he had like Saliba coming. He just came, I think. He was playing a little bit. Um, like Jordan McNeff. Um, who else is that? Miguel Aziz was playing. Um, Trey Coyle, oh, yeah, yeah. like said so that top player. So Saliba was there at the time. He was um, when he came. He had to play with twenty ones for a little bit, but um, obviously his quality is too much for yeah. So <laughs> at that stage, yeah. like, what was he doing that made you say like this guy? He's gonna just be... so calm on the ball and he's just um, just a unit. <laughs> he's a unit. Just to call it bluntly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a unit, but he's quality on the ball as well. So mm. yeah. 
No, he's a he's one of the best centre backs in the Premier League <laughs> yeah. now, man. He's a top player. So, talk to us about the season that's just went. Okay. Um. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Obviously, um, I didn't enjoy it as not last season, two seasons ago as much. I wasn't really playing in twenty ones. Um, the the manager favored not favored was playing other people ahead of me. Um, so I had a really tough year two seasons ago. Wasn't really doing much. Then I think last season when I burst onto the scene, really, into, mm. not burst onto the scene, but got more traction. You know, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, because mm, I know you went to Accrington, yeah, Stanley on loan, yeah. and obviously there's a famous manager there, John Coleman. Yeah, yeah, he's like one of the <laughs> legends of the the lower leagues and stuff yeah. like that. So, how was that transition from like? You know, the smooth pitches on mm, Coney, yeah. you know, the comfortable settings, the training kit in the yeah. changing room to like going up north because you're yeah. moving away from ends totally yeah, now. Yeah. So how is that transition? It's like going from a boy to a man, really, like nothing's done for you. you got to, whatever you need to do, you have to do it yourself. Um, but it's good. I'm really glad that I went there. I enjoyed my time, even though things didn't really go as well as I um, for the team, even and, and for me as I wanted to, but like they're, it's a great club there and it's really family fan club, so it was good. Yeah, so like delve into your time. I know you yeah. said it didn't really mm. go too well, and at Arsenal, yeah. we know from top to bottom, yeah. there's a certain brand of football that yeah. needs to be played. Yeah, yeah. Quick touches, passing. Whereas when you go to like a team mm. like Accrington, Stanley, I know you're playing as like one of the three behind yeah, the striker, striker. Yeah, yeah. so winning the flick on mm. so it's it's long ball it's yeah, hoof it it's, yeah. and Nathan Chase <laughs> yeah, channels yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. so how is that whole philosophy changed for you obviously I signed on deadline day because I had a lot it was a lot of clubs after me oh so of, which like clubs were, were interested a lot of um, league one clubs league two clubs um, yeah okay. a lot of them um, but um, on deadline day, and I decided to sign with um, Accrington. Um, so I've gone there, and I think I've ride on. I ride, I've trained on Thursday, and I've thrown straight in on Saturday um, against Lincoln. And I'm playing, playing up front in a two. And I remember like five minutes in, I'm like, oh my days! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my days! This is very different. Obviously, yeah. it's very different. But um, yeah, it's like if you don't experience it. Because there's so many different styles of playing of winning a football match. There's so many different. As long as you win the football match, who really matters mm-hmm. how you play. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good experience. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. Mm, so, in terms of you know living out in, we uh, mm. lived in Manchester. Or what happened was I was in a um, I was in a hotel for quite a while for like maybe one month in Blackburn. It's in Blackburn for one month. But then they sorted me out a uh, place in Manchester, which was fine. Yeah. Okay, because Manchester's like the new London. It's yeah, yeah. Older, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. Weird. Obviously, me and Dot have enjoyed. Yeah, we enjoy Manchester. Um, so what made you come to the decision to actually go to Accrington? Because you said obviously yeah, you were being chased by several clubs. I was thinking I just like obviously with Arsenal twenty ones be playing the Papa John's. Um, I done really well in that, and I had a good um. I played really well. I was starting to train with the first team a lot. Went to Dubai with them on the winter break, oh. um, which was good. And um, like the manager was starting to talk to me, give me tips. I felt like I was growing as a player. So I thought like maybe I need to test myself in the men's game, you know. So I had different clubs after me. Some I was supposed some deals I was supposed to have go, but it broke down the last minute. So then Accrington came in, and I. I thought, what would I do? Just play, keep playing 21s or try and challenge myself in mm. League One. So that's what I did. So how is that sort of first visit into the changing room at Accrington where you're, you're a boy? Yeah. And there's men, you know, 35 years mm. of age. If we don't stay up, <laughs> I can't pay my mortgage. Yeah, that, Kind exactly of thing. Like, so yeah. like, how is that dynamic for you? Like, It's like um, eye-opener. It's like... I remember coach always used to say that we're in a bubble in us, but when you're young, you just feel like yeah, you actually are in a bubble. People like um, clubs like um, Accrington, like you have to fight three points are so valuable, even though we play for three points in 21s, but people's livelihoods are at stake. So um, yeah, it was very different. But as soon as I walked in the dressing room, 
I shook everyone's hand. Um, yeah, and then just go on with it, innit? What, so is there banter, like something like, this ain't Arsenal, like, yeah, like yeah, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think as soon as I come in, um, I think someone said in a Scouse accent, he was like, it was like, so why, uh, he said, why are you here then? He said, uh, and he said, um, I said, did your agent tell you about Accrington? That's what you said. But um, <laughs> um, I was like, um, I just had to say, I just laughed it off. Because <laughs> 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 they talk very fast up there as well. I had to get used, get to, used to the accent. Because Accrington, there's, there's a lot of um, people, uh, Scouse accents, some people from Manchester. So, yeah. So, obviously, your loan comes to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the conversation with Arsenal? Um, so we just reviewed the loan, how it went, obviously, um, talk about plans moving forward to this season. So, um, yeah, just talking about, um, what I did good, what I could do, improve on, like showing me videos and stuff like that. How, how did I find it? What would I do better? How could they help me more? You know what I mean? So yeah, like a, um, evaluation. We're gonna come back to what's gonna happen in the future, mm, but I wanna yeah. circle back to yeah. Dubai. Oh, know, Dubai, yeah. Yeah, the first team. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw there was a game where you came on where yeah. there was like maybe 10 youngsters yes, that yes. got substituted and you were one of them. Yeah. So, how was that experience with the bonding trip? Yeah, it was good. Um, it was good. It was when the World Cup was going on. So, there was still some first team players still there. It was good. I had fun. Um, training was intense. Like, when you train with the first team, you feel like your level goes up because you don't have maybe in twenty ones you have time to like try to twist up a man like <laughs> yeah. um yeah. but here you have to do your action fast and make sure everything's precise and yeah it was good um I played I played against AC Milan and Leon yeah yeah, yeah I remember I saw AC the... Milan and Leon it was good um. Yeah, it was very good. So, so which like first team players took you under their wing and like was sort of like a mentor on that trip? What in Dubai? Yeah. Um Eddie and Reese, they yeah. took me under. Yeah, Eddie and Reese, they're good. Yeah, they were good with yeah. me. They got Reese as well, just signed his new contract yeah, today yeah, as well. Yeah. So yeah. they got Reese. Yeah. So what sort of information did they give you? Is it more so just like following their lead or they're like, oh, you know what, when you're in this position, do this? Yeah, or? obviously because Eddie like sometimes I play nine as well. He tells me like he's so sharp in the box, like so I just try and pick up little tips here and there and he tells me like he can see what I'm good at as well. So when he when I do something good, it's like, yeah, well done, like continue doing this. And with Reese the same, I can play wide as well. So they're both top, top players and they come from the youth. So they clearly have the quality and the mentality to get to where I'm going. So just trying to draw the information like a sponge. <laughs> no. It's actually mad because obviously when we had K on, on I yeah. was asking him about using those kind of guys as mm. inspiration because yeah. obviously they're from ends yeah. they're mandem mm. you get what i mean they've yeah, gone yeah. through the ground and yeah. now they're bona fide premier yeah. league and international footballers yeah. kind of thing yeah so like when you see players like that so the eddies the yeah. bakayo sakas who mm. i think is one of the best players in the premier league yeah. the reese nelsons the mls yeah what does that do for you internally Shows me like even like if you're not things are not going your way, obviously there is a there's there is a pathway at the club. That's what shows me if you're good enough, you'll get you will get opportunities, which is shown because I was um I got an opportunity to be on the bench a couple of times with the first team, which was very good for me. So it just makes me go harder, you know. It's mm-hmm. not nothing's impossible. So yeah. So we spoke about the youngsters that have made it into the first mm-hmm. team. I want to talk about the youngsters just beneath because mm. there's two names when I speak to all my contacts that mm. keep popping up. And that's Miles Lewis Kelly oh, yeah. and Ethan, <laughs> yeah, who just yeah. signed a new contract as yeah. well. So talk to me about them because they're people that, obviously they're just getting into that mm. sort of mainstream spotlight now. Yeah. What's their abilities like and do you see them cutting at the top? Yeah, they're really top, top players for like, they're like 15, 16, if I'm not mistaken, 17, I think. Mm. They came on the Dubai trip with the first team when I came there and like I was talking to them and they're top quality for their age. They can they can not they're not even punching, like they're they're swimming with the big sharks. They're very good. Um obviously they still have things to learn like us all. Um, but they've got um Ethan, Miles, top players. 
No, definitely. When we speak to our contacts, that's all we hear in the <laughs> Arsenal Academy. Yeah. Those two, they're, <laughs> they're going to go far. Mm. So obviously, fast forwarding back yeah. to where we got to in mm. regards to the upcoming season, yeah. what's the plan? Um, I think I'm going to sit down, maybe possibly another a loan, a season-long loan to really establish getting the first team football, um, prove myself in there and go from there really. So, in terms of standard, are you talking League One? Are you talking um, League Two, or even abroad? Because you yeah, see a lot of youngsters yeah. go abroad. What's um, um, yeah, I don't really mind League One, League Two. I'll be, I'm open to abroad as well. Well, not too far, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, in all seriousness, yeah, I'll be open to abroad as well. Yeah. So you said there was like um. Uh, not a risk analysis but there was like a strength weaknesses yeah. what could we do better mm. so from your time at Accrington mm. what's something where you thought mm, you know what I can improve on that next low move that's mm. going to get ironed out um, if I ever went back to a club uh, that played the style at Accrington like you like um, when I was playing I was playing like as a 10 at Accrington so I'll just they'll play up to the front man and they'll flick on so I'll just be running and running and then the one time I don't run, that's why he flicks mm-hmm. it on to me. So I just mm-hmm. thought, like, from like in the future, if I ever have go to, or a team plays that like, in a game or something, I have to go for every one. Mm-hmm. Um, what else would I? Um, uh, Got to be um, ruthless. Chances are limited. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think those two. So in terms of the loan, because you said sort of like the style of play was a bit yeah. of a culture shock. Mm. But before that move sort of decided, mm. with the list of clubs that were interested, yeah. don't you sort of say, or oh, doesn't your agent, should yeah. I say, sort of say, oh, you know what, this plays this style of brand of yeah. football, this club plays similar yeah. to Arsenal, yeah. let's try that. Was there that sort yeah, of... Yeah, there was that conversation. And as I mentioned before, I had a, um, a loan move with another club, but that broke down. Mm. And, and then I came to a choice that was on the deadline, there was like two or three clubs. But at the time, Aquaton came in and I thought, like, well, okay, should I stay and play 21s and, or go to Accrington, Stanley? So I thought, like, let me go play Accrington. Then as I, I've signed um, the loan agreement, then one of the other clubs have come back saying, Wait, why, why did you sign? We really want you. So I've called the um, the person in that works at Arsenal saying, um, what should I do? There's thing, But I already had given my word to Accrington. So I, I, your words, your word. Words, no, that's, words classy, exactly. that's classy. That's yeah. classy. No, definitely. So... In regards to obviously potentially going out on loan this mm. season, have you spoken to the club about that yet? Um, yeah, yeah, we've spoken to the club, um, but I still need to um, speak to them to iron if I have a few things out, so yeah. Yeah, so in terms of like pre-season now, yeah. obviously when you're walking in, you're walking a bit gingerly, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. That yo-yo test, isn't no, it? No, it's not even a yo-yo anymore. It's, a, <laughs> it's the 1K, that's the new killer. Okay. <laughs> the new killer, yeah. Me. Everyone just on the floor. Right, literally everyone on the floor. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just so hard. But it's worth it. When foot, um, when people say being a footballer is easy, that's what <laughs> that's what you can use to counter that. <laughs> <laughs> good one, good one. And in terms of physically, obviously you've yeah. had a lot of injuries. Yeah. How, how are you feeling, bro? Man? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. You're, you're a warrior, bro. Yeah, I'm good. I've, I've put my, I think I've, uh, well, touch wood, I've put my injury um, uh, injury history behind me. Um, I haven't been injured in two, three years. I feel like in good condition. Obviously, I'm um, I'm very fast player, one of the fastest at the club. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm very good, good condition. So in terms of Arteta, I know you said you've had some dialogue yeah. with him. So like, what what's he sort of said to you like recently or on the trip to yeah. Dubai? In Dubai, he was like, um, I was playing striker in Dubai. Um, he was just giving me tips of like, it's um, the way the way we play is very complicated. Like so many maneuvers, but they when you when you um, they come off, they come off. Um, so he was telling me it's all about timing, when to show for the boys, and then honestly, because I've got uh, a lot of speed. Like um, doing double movements, so like say I'm with a defender, bringing him in, yeah. then spinning. Yeah. They're not. No one's gonna really live with me when I do that. So he's giving me tips like that, and he's just he's a he's a genius. So in terms of current Arsenal, obviously they've been making yeah. headlines, splashing money. Yeah, Declan Rice, Havertz, Timber, mm-hmm. talk about Lavia. Yeah, loads of new signings, trying to push for that league. Like as a fan, like what 
what do you make of all the activity? Um, as a fan, yeah, it's good. It's great. Um, I want to see the club do as well as it can. Obviously, um, when I left on loan, we was um, at the top of the league, and I was watching when I was at Accrington, and I thought we was gonna do it, but um, I see it just proved to be a bit more, just a just a bit more had the day. Kept their composure. Yeah, Obviously, the I know you can't say, yeah. but yeah. Obviously, that experience kind of. Yeah during the home stretch yeah. so yeah um, obviously as Dez said Arsenal have been splashing the cash in terms of Declan Rice for me I'll say probably the best defensive midfielder in the Premier League with Rodri mm. in my opinion it's not a fact it's my opinion yeah. how, how do you feel about him? Um, uh, I think he's a top player for West Ham and obviously now he's coming to Arsenal um, yeah, I think he has a lot of quality and I think he'll add to the team. I think he's a top young player and he'll he'll grow into something um, even greater at Arsenal. So, yeah. Mm, because, like, I think I've seen it to another young player that mm. when your team's doing well, obviously you're a fan, you want them yeah. to do well, but that means the barrier to entry yeah. for a younger player gets higher and higher because they're mm. spending cash on, on the best in class. Yeah. So, like, what's your mindset towards that? Um... It just when stuff like that happens, it's just you gotta push yourself to be even better. Like you know, you gotta strive to, you know, break them barriers that you're talking about. Um, um, it's all about competition every day. It's a doggy dog world, so you gotta you know fight for your place. You know, nothing's gonna be given to you. That's exactly what I learned on loan. Nothing's gonna be given. <laughs> to you. Yeah. So we're gonna move into life outside of football, my bro. Okay. What what do you get up to? Um, I really just be I play FIFA a lot. I'm really the best at FIFA. This is what you're the best. Says, yeah. This is what everyone yeah. says on the camera. Then when you start playing, <laughs> all right, all right. um, FIFA, um, um, like to relax. I go out with my friends. Maybe go out to a restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's about it. Well, really. I may find that Bagatelle. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't, I haven't even been Bagatelle. I like, um, like if I want to go out to like one of those restaurants, I like uh, Novakov. Like, ah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Slaps, it slaps. Yeah, it slaps still. Okay, and in terms of like music, what, what are you rocking with? Um, I like, I'm a piano now. Serious? Okay. What, can you go to one of those? No, nah, I can't go to them functions. <laughs> so have you heard of Danky Sounds? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> no, nah, I can't go to that, but I like the music. Um, UK, um, I like Central Sea. Yeah, he's doing uh, his thing right now thing. with Dave, yeah. Yeah, Dave. Uh, American music, I like... Um, uh, little baby, yeah, um, with K on. I guess that one. I knew that was coming. Uh, I like Young Boy. Listen to Young Boy yeah. a lot. Um, yeah. Okay. How about the UK? I know you mentioned Central. Yeah. Any, uh, other? any other? Um, Fredo. Yeah. Um, listen to a bit of Clavish sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's UK. I like Pot of Paper. Oh, he's he's coming coming that real yeah, street yeah, rap. Yeah. yeah. That's that's good. Mm, and in terms of like, obviously going back to Novakov, it's date night. <laughs> uh, date night. You're on date night with, with the missus. Let me say, uh, yeah? yeah. What what's the outfit of choice? What well, I'm going with the missus. Okay, now let's say let's say for example, let's put let's put a spin on this. Uh, First date, you're dressing to impress. To impress. What are you rocking? Probably wear some, like. My, uh, Chanel, my Chanel trainers, yes. all my Dior trainers. Like I don't really wear designer jeans, so maybe normal jeans. Yeah, yeah. The Zara That would do, man. For real, Zara thing. And if I want to show out, mm. I wear um, I wear a designer T-shirt. But I, I like usually like plain stuff like from mm. Reese and stuff oh, like if yeah, I want to show out yes, like, yes. I'll go wear like Saint Laurent t-shirt or something okay. like that Man, big, and big. then um, wear, wear my um, Goyal bag and if I really want to show I have to wear my watch but what so what about the jeans is it flares or is it nah, skinny fit with the flares I'm not with the flares I'm gonna, I might go with the flares I've jumped the, on it you, my, know. you jumped on yeah, it my friend's always telling me he's um he um 
has a brand. This is his brand. No, um, solid, solid yeah, brand. He's always telling me to get on this flare, flare jeans. Even some, um, some of my other friends. So I might, I might give it a try. You know. But why mm. haven't you jumped in it? Is it just, difficult to get your head round? No, nah, it's just not my. I, don't, I just didn't think of my style. Like you know, everyone's style. Oh, is we'll different. see. You, you know? think so? <laughs> <laughs> I might try. I might try try some flares and you know, post a few pics on the ground. That's the new flat. Yeah, that's yeah. the new, that's the new drip. J4s and the flares. Flares. Yeah. Yeah. That's the swan of it. Put it over. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. On the ducks. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that makes sense. Now, as we said, bro, like love for popping down today, yeah, man. That's cool, man. Like, obviously, it was good to hear about your journey yeah. and I think like youngsters listening in, yeah. even parents and stuff mm. will learn a lot because yeah. you're still on your journey and we're exactly. going to be tracking it. Yeah. You know, you've got 10, 15 years yeah. ahead of you and obviously there's going to be ups, ups and downs. That's yeah. it, but it's about as you said, getting back from it, mm. as you've done with the injuries and yeah. stuff. So from us, love, bro. Uh, thanks for having me, guys, man. No, definitely, man. It's been an absolute pleasure, bro. And I'm not going to lie, yeah, we've interviewed so many footballers, bro. And mm. I have to say, bro, you're one of the most humble people that we, we've met on this platform, mm, bro. You, so bro. big up to you. That's big up right. to your family. Yeah. Big up to your sister. And we're going to be following your journey, bro. Thank you, bro. I'll be following you, too. No, I love. love. So we've got a closing tradition on this podcast mm. where we ask the guest that's received TBG treatment. Yeah. And obviously that's why I was giving you the nice words because obviously <laughs> I want you to recommend the guest for us and we're going to put pressure on you. Yeah. So if you had to recommend a guest in football to come onto this platform, who would it be? Academy. Uh, Anyone been that on. you know. He hasn't been on me. They're just like, this is the trick. Like, uh, silence. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I'll give you an answer. I think you should interview Miguel Aziz. Okay. I have an interesting story to tell you guys. Mm. And you're going to help with that one, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try, I'll try, I'll try my best. No, love. Any final thoughts? Bro, nah, I appreciate that. Obviously, Migo Aziz, that's, yeah. I was laughing because yeah, that's, that's one guy. that's, yeah. yeah. yeah Uncle yeah. Femi, big up Uncle Femi. Yeah, so then we're going to leave it there. As I said earlier, Nathan, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Over and out until next time. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.